Hey, so did you know that there's a second hidden Disneyland beneath the real one? In the early years of the park, old Walt himself decided he didn't like characters traveling through themed areas where they didn't belong. He said that it broke immersion. So he had an entire complex built beneath the Magic Kingdom. I know. <laughs> it's odd. But it mirrored every street, every ride, and every piece of land above it. The arrangement was designed to enable masked men to sneak around so well that your children never noticed, leaving you happy to foot the bill. Disney works very, very hard to keep its secrets. Here's another fun fact. Every cast member has to be on stage whenever they're in potential sight of park guests. Even the janitors. Yeah. And that's where I come in. See, for the past 20 years, I've been cleaning up every type of mess that park visitors have the ability to make. If you come off of the teacups and paint the ground with the clam chowder you just ate at Royal Street Veranda, I'll be there. <laughs> it's my job to whisk away this spunk with the precision of a diligent surgeon. It's a lot easier than you'd think, too, given the fact that we've been watching you from the very moment your tumbly got rumbly. There are cameras on you from the moment you're shepherded into a parking spot in the morning until the tram drops you off after the fireworks at night. Things are fine. If you know your place. And I learned that pretty quickly. The first lesson sticks out in my mind all the time. I'd been on the job one year, seven months, and 13 days when a distraught-looking couple came to me and asked where they should go to inquire about a missing child. I was in the zone immediately, leading them straight to the office on Main Street while explaining how park employees would have their daughter escorted through the underground passages directly into their waiting arms. Upon arriving at the office, I opened the door, turned around, let them inside, and turned back. And they were gone. I was searching furiously for them when the head of security emerged, looking grim. I had gotten maybe three words out when he cut me off. Everything is fine, Sid. The parents have been reunited with their son. It was a daughter. That's right, their daughter. Why don't you take some time off? A week's paid vacation would give you enough time to visit Orlando. Did you know that park associates are entitled to complimentary park tickets and travel reimbursements? But it could be much longer than a week, Sid. He grumbled with a note of very grave finality. I took the plane tickets, but decided on going to the beach instead. I did very well for myself in the ensuing years. I cleaned things up, and I didn't question why our electric meters would occasionally record 10,000 megawatt hours used between closing at night and opening the next morning. There was no reason to ask why a dozen staff members frequently spent the night furiously cooking food that none of the night staff ever ate. I never inquired about why there was a yellow door in the passageway under Adventureland, or why I got vertigo every time I drove by it. And no one, especially, ever questioned the firm policy of distraught families that had been separated. Get them out of sight. It breaks immersion. That reason 
was always good enough for me. But the strangest thing ever to happen was just a couple of weeks ago. I was in the underground Disneyland, spending my break by trying to forget the poopy accident I'd had to fix in the Alice in Wonderland ride. A costumed Mickey Mouse came into the lounge, looked at me, and then sat on the opposite couch with his legs crossed. I smiled, nodded, and tried to zone out. Which is hard to do when a cartoon mouse is staring directly at you. And why was he still a mouse anyway? The first thing I do upon stepping off stage is to drop my smile, let out a fart, and ease into relaxation mode. Why wouldn't someone take the first opportunity to doff a ridiculous mouse head? I stared back. He didn't move. And needless to say, it wasn't pleasant. I wondered if he was stuck in the damn thing, and obsessively started looking for seams in the costume. Couldn't find any. My blood dropped a few degrees while my stomach turned over like a beached whale as I realized that that there were no openings in this costume. I mean, what the hell? Was this guy so directly into the outfit? Was the illusion that good? Could my very dull imagination actually have conjured up the belief in magic? And besides, why, why was he just staring at me? That's weird as shit even without the fused cartoon mouse skin suit. There was no getting around the fact that this fucker was an odd duck who wore that fact like a badge of honor. And then it blinked. I don't mean the man inside the costume blinked. I mean those fucking giant mouse eyes rolled over to me, locked onto my face, and the anthropomorphic cartoon rodent blinked its goddamn eyes. We were alone in the room, and I was about to leave a bigger shit stain than that loose-boweled boy on the Alice ride. I opted, however, to turn and run into the hallway instead. I got a sudden burst of adrenaline-fueled energy when I heard rapid-fire footsteps behind me. I tried to outrun the thing, but my football glory days is a quarter century in the past, so that didn't work out very well. I think I made it about 300 yards before my burning lungs forced me to roll onto the ground and await my own untimely demise at the gloved hands of a mouse. But he didn't kill me. Through my blurred vision and desperate gasps, I was barely able to make out a very man-sized shape standing above. It was the head of security. And he looked furious. Next to him was a man who looked vaguely familiar. He was tall, pale, and dressed in a gray suit with a fedora. He didn't look like he'd been running at all. <laughs> well, Sid, the head of security casually shouted, clearly less winded than I was. How about we send you to Europe for this vacation? I'm in Italy now. A few days ago, I started reading about other people who were coming out online about their Disney experiences. I stopped being able to accept the denial that I had worked so hard to maintain. I also noticed that a lot of other people on my tour had connections to Disney, despite the fact that we had never met before and were not part of a Disney-sanctioned tour, 
It seemed that we'd been gathered together on purpose, but someone clearly didn't want us to know what that purpose might be. It was a very odd situation at best. So I did exactly what I'd been taught to do. I separated myself from the situation. That's the best way to keep things clean. I didn't show up for the day trip to Genoa. And in doing so, I stayed away from the bridge collapse a few days back that killed everyone else in my tour group. I'm the only one left to tell my story. And, and that story will end with me making it very, very clear that I won't be going back home. I think I'll be much safer living anonymously in Europe. Disneyland is hiding something big. And their greatest strength? It's making you believe that the magic isn't real.